Hello guys, welcome to Inside Anna's Mind. I hope you're well. I am feeling wonderful myself, although I did have a few blips this morning, um, but I have become quite the master at unblipping my life. <laughs> no, um, I've definitely got better at like noticing when I'm feeling a certain way and knowing what I need to do and switching it around. Um, and that's why I actually, today I wanna talk about well, going more into like the routines that I have because Alex, um, she is amazing. She works for me and she, you know, asked me the other day, she was like, I know you always talk about the fact that you have to have like, you have to do your certain routine before you record the podcast or before you start your work. And she was like, I don't really feel that I do that or know why you do each thing. And so she kind of wanted like, she was like, why don't you explain why you do all your things and different reasons? And I think, you know, it's a, it's an important thing to share because also it's like on the path of being more intuitive because when you're always gonna feel different ways, every single day, every hour, life is never straightforward. And to notice when you're feeling a certain way and what you need to shift that, because every situation needs a different thing. But then also understanding that having some sense of like routine and a few things that you do every day, no matter what, will also set you up in a really good way for your day. So I'm just kind of gonna expand on like my routine, what I do, so you can kind of understand. Now, if we go right from when I wake up, you know, I don't always have a specific you know, wake up time, especially when I'm trying to adjust and get back into routine. I do just let myself wake up when I need to. But straight away, I kind of get up and I get myself ready, you know, wash my face, clean my teeth, do a little makeup. I don't tend to shower in the morning. I'm not really a sweaty sleeper and I shower before bed. So I feel like I wake up pretty clean. But yeah, so that's kind of like my little non-negotiable. It, it's, you don't wake up and think, what am I doing? You just you do your little stuff. And on top of that, I put on a cute little comfy gym fit on. And this is very minimal decision based and it makes you feel like I'm on top of things. You know, if you wake up and you wash your face, you put a little bit of makeup on, if you want, obviously, sometimes I don't. And I put on, you know, shorts and a sports bra with a hoodie. I'm like, okay, I'm already up, I'm already going. The next thing is a non-negotiable is breakfast. I tend to have that when I come downstairs. So pretty much within the first half an hour of me waking up, it's so important to fuel ourselves, guys, for, for every reason, but especially as a woman, waking up and getting breakfast in, you know, pretty soon and not like fasting and stuff is really important for us. We have hormones that need to be looked after. Also cortisol spikes when you go long periods without food. And so you're almost running off stress in the morning if you're not eating, you know, and if you're like fasting and stuff, especially if you think having a coffee and not having breakfast for ages is gonna help you, you're like running on stress. Anyway, so that's kind of like my non-negotiable. And then the next part is, I'm gonna call it like, if I need it. So still at home, things could, depending on how I'm feeling. So let's say I've woken up, and I'm feeling like anxious. There's things on my head, maybe a situation happening with a certain person, whether that's my mom, whether that's a boy, whether that's a friend, whether it's work stress, and I'm just feeling stuck. 
there's way too much going on in my body. I'm like, I need to do some sort of movement. Now, for example, this morning, I, I kind of needed to shift something straight away. I felt okay, but then something kind of came up within like 10 minutes of me waking up. And so I chucked on Shake It Off by Taylor Swift and I shaked it off. And sometimes that's what we need. Like you just need to physically put yourself in a different state, especially when almost your body is kind of, I'm not gonna say giving up on you. I'm gonna say on too much. Like let's say you've got anxiety in your throat or in your chest and stuff. You need to like physically move it. And if I, you know, I do tend to go out and do some movement in the morning anyways, but if I kind of need it immediately, a little dance is sometimes what I need. And that's what I did today. Other times, let's say I wake up and I'm feeling dirty. I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed, like I'll have a shower. So before I like put my makeup on and stuff, if I notice that when I wake up, I'm feeling a bit groggy, I'm gonna shower that energy off. So again, these are kind of like sub in things into my little routine. Um, If I'm feeling like super overwhelmed with everything around me and I'm kind of in like a messy situation and it just feels like one too many things to do. Sometimes I don't, like I feel too stressed, too tidy because I'm like, why would I waste myself? Like, why would I waste my time on tidying when I need to do other work? But I have really noticed that if I keep my place clean, I'm walking around in a less ball of stress, <laughs> in a less stressed energy because I'm not seeing a thousand more things I need to do as I'm physically walking around my house. So sometimes what I need in the morning is to tidy up, even if I feel like I don't have time for it. And then there are other times where I wake up and sis has no energy. I've either had a big emotional night or I've had a big physical day the day before. Maybe I had an event, maybe I was out, like who knows? Maybe I'm like on my luteal phase and that's like the second half of your like menstrual cycle and you're about to come onto your period and you have no energy and I'll wake up feeling tired. There will be times where I don't force myself up. I let myself sleep in and I know that's not applicable to everyone, but let's say it's the weekend or something, or let's say you have a day off. The other day I woke up at 6.30 a.m. and I literally washed my face, put on my little bit of makeup, I put on my outfit, I had breakfast. It was still like 7 a.m. I sat on the sofa and I fell asleep for three hours. And instead of forcing myself to like, no, you have to go do certain things because that's what you're supposed to do. I was tired and I listened to myself. And again, I can completely understand if you have to go somewhere, but that morning I had space. And so I let myself take it. So again, my morning routine differs on how I'm feeling. Now, that's kind of the extended version of if I need it and why. But if we do just get ready, put on a gym fit and have breakfast, the next thing I do is leave the house. Now, this is now an established part of my routine, but it wasn't a trial and error period for a long time. What I mean by that is I didn't always believe that it worked. I didn't always thought that I deserved to leave the house. I thought, no, if I have lots of things to do, I need to crack on with my work straight away. I don't think going to get a coffee and maybe sitting down and reading for 10 minutes or journaling for 10 minutes is gonna help me in my day or that I don't deserve to have that time because I have other things to do. But after trial and error, I've realized it is the most crucial part of my routine. 
not saying it's going to be the most crucial part of your routine, but it is a crucial part of my routine. And I've noticed that if I don't do it, and if I think that I shouldn't do it, or I think that I don't have time, I procrastinate even further. So imagine being time restricted and lots of things to do and you wanna get on with things and you can either spend half an hour, you know, take away half an hour to yourself and do your things or procrastinate for an hour and a half, go ahead. I'd rather do the half an hour, you know what I mean? So I've learned that the hard way, well, not the hard way, but just through trial and error. And so now it is just an established part of my routine because I know it makes me feel good. The best way I can describe it is that I'm waking up in a certain energy. You know what I mean? Just waking up, I'm getting ready to suddenly switch on into like powerhouse mode, to be motivated, to be focused on work. I can't just climb out of bed and do that. And maybe, you know, you haven't realized this for yourself too. Maybe you like you're studying, let's say you're at uni and you wake up and you don't understand why you can't suddenly sit at your desk and do loads of hours of studying. You don't understand why, um, let's say you work for yourself, why you can't just suddenly get loads of work done if you're kind of like waking up in the same area and working in the same area. I generally believe getting myself out the house is the reason why I can come back and be in a focused space. And most of the time when I am doing work in the morning, I will go off to a coffee shop and stay in the coffee shop. So the act of leaving my house and doing work at another place really, really suits me. But there are times where my work in the morning needs to be at home. For example, if I need to record a podcast, that needs to be done in the morning because I'm in my best energy. If I need to like do certain admin stuff that need to be done at home with my like laptop and all my kind of documents and everything. Or if I need to film something that needs to be done at home. You could ask, or not even you could ask, but I used to question myself why I would need to leave the house first in order to come back and do that stuff. Like surely it would make sense to like, just make yourself a drink at home or like buy yourself a coffee machine at home and I don't know, whatever. And then just like stay at home. But I've just noticed that it really, really helps me. And I think it is that idea of you wake up in a certain energy. I wanna get out. I wanna give myself that, comfort drink, you know, an iced latte, see the outside world, see humans, listen to a bit of music in my car, listen to music in my headphones while I'm walking to the coffee shop, getting a little bit of sunlight in my eyes, maybe journaling for 10 minutes to organize my thoughts. And then coming back within half an hour, I kid you not, I'm in a different space. I, when I walked in back today from the coffee shop, like I was literally out for probably like half an hour, 40 minutes. It does not feel like I've just woken up and that I've just come out of bed. I'm like, all right, you know, let me fill up my water. Let me get to my desk. Let me put my laptop up. Okay, going to put my personal phone to the side. Going to keep my work phone off while I'm recording certain things. I'm in a focused energy. That doesn't just come if I just wake up and try to get myself downstairs. So that's personally what leaving my house does. I know that was a very, very long extended chat about it but I, I needed to let you know now we're gonna go on to maybe why I journal because it's definitely become more of a prominent thing now I started journaling a year ago when I was in Bali I set myself the challenge to journal every day because before that I would journal like there was journaling before that but maybe like once a month or like I'd forget and maybe do it every two weeks or I'd do it for like three days in a row and then forget for like two months etc anyways 
I was in Bali and I actually remember time-lapsing all the times I journaled and so I have all these videos and I never made a video out of it. Um, I was gonna make like a YouTube video of like, I started journaling every day and this is what happened, but I never got around to it. So I have all of these videos on my phone, which, you know, I might make a little video out of it. Yeah, so I journaled every day in Bali and then, you know, I was quite good at journaling. Like I used it when I needed it. And then I would say probably for like the last couple of months, like needing it has been most days. And it doesn't again mean that I do it every day and sometimes I have a week break, but like, I actually love writing down my thoughts now. It helps me so much more than it is a chore. Like it's not a chore at all, it's a tool. And the times that I go to journal is, maybe there's just one too many things in my brain. Maybe I'm going through a situation with my family or boys or friend, you know, relationships, friendships, whatever. If I have like one too many things, I need to journal, I need to write down each thing, each thing that I'm stressing about, and I need to almost write myself a message in reply to that. So if I'm writing down, okay, this is my situation with my mom. This is how I'm feeling. Okay, now can we switch adult Anna on or my higher self on? And can I reply to that? Like, what would I say to another person? And I talk to myself and I hype myself up and I get myself out of situations because if we just think in our brains, you're not gonna get anywhere. You're gonna get like a monkey brain. The next thing, you know, it ties into what I've just said, but if I need to hype myself up or motivate myself, like this morning or like last night, I, you know, I went to the coffee shop this morning and I had about, you know, 15 minutes to journal and I was just like hyping myself up. This is a time to talk to yourself and actually write it down. How many times do we go about our weeks and days and months and not feeling proud about ourselves and not noticing the things that we've achieved mentally or you know physically in life and I really yeah want to be proud of myself so if I want to write something down about that but also if I need to like motivate myself you know not every day I wake up feeling the most motivated but you give me my journal and a coffee and a noise cancelling headphones and I kind of write down you know you know what I can do things and I write down my goals and you know you know these things are coming up and this is really going to help I've motivated myself within 10 minutes of writing stuff down. I will then have the best day or the best morning ever because of that. And if I didn't put, you know, 10 minutes to hyping myself up that, you know, I was on the right path and that I'm really happy with what I'm doing right now, or this is what I'm doing, then, you know, maybe I would have just started my day a bit more like, okay, here we go again. We've got to do the mundane tasks because it's true to get the cool opportunities in six months time, you have to do the mundane tasks. And to do the mundane tasks, sometimes you need, a, you need a bit of motivation. I also use it to, you know, not only motivate myself, but to inspire myself. I think we all have the ability to inspire ourselves. Um, and once I've done a little journaling session, as I've just said, it helps me focus so much on my work. Because let's say I go to the coffee shop, and I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm not highly anxious or anything, but you know, I'm a bit like, yeah, like here we go. Gotta go like edit something. I go write for 10 minutes and I get myself excited about life. Sis will edit the best video she's ever done because I'm happy, because I've put myself in a motivated, inspired energy, and then I will create in a motivated and inspired energy. You know, I think we have the ability to change the way that our days go. So even if you work for like at a corporate job for someone else, 
you could somewhat maybe get yourself in an energy of like, okay, but like, maybe this job is needed to get myself into the next job that I want to do. And I've got to be a boss babe in this job if I want to be in a boss babe in the next job. So can we somewhat hype ourselves up into a certain energy, tell ourselves that we can handle problems, that we can solve things, that we can handle different people that come into our day. And even if they put us down, we can approach things in like a business manner. Do you know what I mean? There's like so many different ways to like think about things. So with the combination of getting out my house, getting a coffee, journaling or writing of some sort, the next thing is movement. And now this sometimes is the two minute walk from my car to the coffee shop. That's like just what I need sometimes because let's say my body's a little bit tired or I don't necessarily have time for it. Just the little walk is more than enough. Sometimes I do a little gym session. Now, when I say gym session, like most of the time it is literally 15 to 30 minutes because I'm not necessarily using it in a way of, you know, these are my goals and this is what I want to achieve or I need to work my body to a certain extent or I need to get fitter or whatever. I am using it in the morning to shift my mood, to listen to music, to move my body. And so I'm not really too fussed about the intensity or the goals that I'm reaching. I, or like how long I'm working out for, 15 minutes is fine, 10 minutes is fine, 20 minutes is fine, you get the gist. And that is the same with a run. If I'm using it as my morning movement, I'm not probably doing it as one of my runs on my plan. I'm not doing a 7K, I'm not doing a 10K, I'm not doing an interval session. I'm doing a 10 minute jog. Like I am quite literally running outside my house. I'm running to the end of the street and I'm running back. This is not to say that I don't have different sessions in my week that provide me with that fitness training. But I'm talking about in my morning routine, if I need some sort of movement, I'm doing it in a feel good kind of manner. And, you know, it doesn't mean that I don't do, let's say some of my runs in my morning, like, okay, I've got a long 12 kilometer run. This is like my movement. It is my movement, but it's not my morning routine movement. It will be a morning task, <laughs> right? Today's task is to do the 12 kilometer run. So let's go get coffee, come back, set myself up. And we're going to do the run as a task, as an activity. But if I'm just trying to like set myself up for the day, like a 10 minute run to the end of the street is more than enough. And then sometimes just a nice little walk with a coffee in my hand or just being in the sunshine is what works for me. So something of the sort again could be the two minute walk to the cafe. Now, you know, something I want to go into is when do I do my movement and my journaling before or after? So I'm going to explain because I feel like this could help you too, because it's definitely helped me. So let's say I'm really wrapped up in things. I'm overwhelmed. I can't even process thoughts. No thoughts are going through my brain, but complete anxiety. I've got anxiety in my throat. I've got anxiety in my chest. I'm feeling stiff. I'm potentially dissociated. I can't go and journal. There is way too much going on in my body and you can't get out of your mind using your mind. You've got to use your body. And so I will physically drive myself to the gym or get myself on a run or a walk and I will move until it's shifted. I will walk until I feel better. I will work out until I feel like things are lifted off my chest and things feel a little bit clearer. I'm listening to my hype music, etc. As soon as I walk out the gym or finish my walk, I immediately feel better. Things have cleared off me. Now, that is not to say 
I remember back to my highly anxious days where I would go to a workout and yes, I would feel better after, but then I would be left with like the core thoughts of why I was anxious. So less of the muffly stuff around my body, but like, oh my God, I'm still stressed about this and I'm still anxious about this. And I used to be almost mad at myself that the workout didn't fix everything for me. This is where the journaling comes in because you've cleared a lot of the body stuff. Now there is an extent, like there is a opportunity for you to actually write about it and get that stuff out of your head onto a piece of paper. You know, you've got more room to breathe so you could potentially keep writing until you figured it out, until you've hyped yourself up. It literally helps me every single time. And with that combination in that order, I feel a lot better after. The other way round is when journaling comes in first. And that's when I would say, I'm not in a highly anxious body space, but I have a lot of thoughts. I could potentially be overwhelmed with all my thoughts. I could feel slightly stressed that I have a lot of things to do. Um, I could just have a general lots, like I could just have lots of thoughts. It could be a positive amount of lots of thoughts, but I just have this urge to write things down. I will go and I will journal first. Most of the time, guys, I don't journal in the morning in my own home. Don't know why I can't do it. I go to a coffee shop to journal. Like I will specifically, it's what I've described. Like I like to leave my house. So don't get mad at yourself if you feel like you can't journal in your own home. I do, by the way, journal at night, like on my bed or at my desk. Like it's a different vibe. It's more of a cozy vibe. Anyways, that was a bit of a tangent. We're going back to, I'm journaling first because I'm kind of, I've got loads of thoughts. I'm feeling overwhelmed in my head or not overwhelmed as I described. This is where journaling is really good first because I just get to get everything out. I'm writing out all my stuff. I may be hyping myself up. I may be writing out all my worries. I may be writing a to-do list. Sometimes my journaling is writing a to-do list because what I'm going through is I'm feeling overwhelmed with work. So I need to bring myself some sort of organization. Then, you know, I figured out a lot of stuff. That's when I really like to do a bit of movement after because I feel like it releases everything you've just talked about. You're almost giving yourself like a body shower. You are cleansing everything you've just talked about. You've written it all on the paper. Now let's release it. And so doing some movement after feels really good. And then that combination of journaling first and then moving your body and releasing it, I feel amazing after. So they're my two kind of ways that serve for two different things. And I would say that is pretty much my like standard morning routine now. Now it will always evolve, it will always change. But I think once you learn to accept the fact that a routine or, you know, certain things will make you feel good and to not go against yourself. I remember I used to cry to my therapist or be really anxious. And I would say, um, Cara, like, like I'd voice note her because that's our relationship. And I would say like, oh, like, you know, I have so many things to do today. Like I need to record the podcast this morning, but I just really want to go get a coffee and I want to, I want to go, but, but I don't have time. And so I shouldn't do it. And then like to think that's what I used to think. I'm just like, bitch, just go get the coffee and come back. I don't care if it takes half an hour longer. Like I really don't because I know that doing my steps is going to allow the outcome to be even better. And surely that's the goal. Do you know what I mean? Like why record a iffy podcast if you can record a better podcast because you're in a better space? You know what I mean? Quality. 
we're aiming for the quality. <laughs> and so, yeah, like taking summertime away to get yourself in a better energy, to then be able to do things in a better space, I think is really, really bad and visual. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I am wishing you a lovely week. If you're having a hard time, I'm sending you lots and lots of love and I believe in you and I know you'll be able to push through it. I've had hard times and I've got through it and I know you've had hard, hard times and you've got through it. So I know you can make it through again, but I'm sending lots of love. My DMs are open and I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye.